Welcome to Power of Her Podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine Anderson, but most people just call me Jazz. This podcast consists of interviews with amazing women in Michigan to hear their story and learn about their passions. Be sure to subscribe and rate us. Also, follow us on Instagram at Power of Her Podcast for updates. Now, enjoy the episode. Okay, guys, I'm here with the one and only Angel Brooke. How's it going? It's going good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you for having me. I love everything that you stand for, just the whole podcast as a whole. I'm super excited to be a part of this episode. Thank you. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Who do you see yourself as in the world? Well, my name is Angel V. Um, I am a radio personality for Power 96.5, and it is literally my dream job. Ever since I was a kid, I knew that I would be on the radio. It happened by accident, but I believe it happened on purpose. You you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you kind of find your destiny young. So, I am short and sweet literally i stand for a foot 11 so if you see me you know don't be surprised (laughs) i love fashion everything about fashion i love fashion and i'm definitely a gym rep okay most definitely i love uplifting women i love uplifting people as a whole so i kind of make it my personal job to spread love you know for sure for sure so I guess, tell us that story of how the 96.5 gig fell into your lap, so to speak. I wish it fell into my lap. It, <laughs> it, literally, it was literally something I have been manifesting for years. I will always tell people, I'm going to be on the radio. I'm going to be a radio personality. And they would be like, what? Like, if you ask anybody who knows me, they'll be like, Angel always says she would be on the radio. So about three years ago, I want to say um, I submitted my resume for the very first time to Power 96.5. And of course, I got no call back. I got no interaction. But I was like, you know what? That's going to be fuel to my fire. So every few months, I would literally submit my resume. But during that process, um, one of my close friends, Darion Brown, he was like, you know what? I want you to be the co-host on my show, Generation of Dreams. And it was at LCC, so it was perfect. So I ended up getting my practice through hosting that. So fast forward about two years ago, I was like, I'm going to try a different approach. I ended up finding the director of Power 96.5 on Instagram, and I literally just slid in the DMs and shoot my shot. I shooted my shot and I was like, you know what? It's now or never. So like he has to reply because I'm going to keep submitting my resume. Okay. Yeah. And I knew all I needed was the interview and I had the rest. I got the interview and I literally had the rest. Now I won't lie to you and say it has been an easy journey because it has not. Most do not know, but I had a nine to five. And I was doing midnights at the radio. So I would get out of work, go home, take a brief nap, and then clock into my dream. People said I was crazy, but it worked out. 
and I'm forever grateful for that. Yeah. So what what time are you on the radio right now? I am on Saturdays and Sundays, 6 to 10 p.m., prime time, no more midnights. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. I love to hear that. I love that you just kept pushing because you knew that's what you wanted and that it got you there. That's amazing. Most definitely. And it's definitely just the beginning. That's why I counted all joy. You know, even when I have bad days, I have to remember that it's still just a day. So the next 24 hours, I could turn it around, you know? Yeah, for sure. So I I feel like, and maybe, I, maybe I'm the only person that feels like this, but I'm probably not. It seems like the radio world, it feels so far away. Like, I mean, I know where it's at <laughs> physically, but it just feels like it's another world. So can you give us some insight on what that looks like behind the scenes? If I told y'all what it looks like behind the scenes, I mean, listen, I personally like the radio because it's just me and the mic. Right. And nobody is looking at me. You know, I can look crazy as ever, but that's my business. <laughs> um, But the radio world, it's literally your own world. I feel like I was made for that mic and that mic was made for me. So we're always in unison. And of course I'm not perfect, you know, but it's it's so beautiful that I can't even describe the feeling of just when I see that light and I know that I'm on air. It's like, I don't even know what emotion I feel besides grateful, Yeah, you know? And I feel like when you're doing your dream job, that's exactly how you feel. You don't feel like you're working. You know, you really feel like I'm living my destiny. Right, right. So what do you do to prepare for being on air? What I do is I normally scroll through my timeline. I scroll through my timeline once, and then I'll kind of check out current events, you know, but... What I mainly do is open my ears. I use my ears as my eyes. I kind of listen to my peers and what's going on around me. And that's honestly how I get my topics. You know, like you'll hear someone talking about COVID, you know, Mm -hmm. what are we going to do next? So I'll kind of spin it, get on the radio and kind of, you know, try to make people laugh about it, you know. And when I hear serious matters... I also try to speak on that as well because I I love the fact that no matter where you go, if you're traveling, especially in your car or with your cell phone, you have the radio with you. Yeah. So I know that my voice can touch many. Yeah. So are there off-limit topics that you can't talk about? Let me tell you, girl, I have tested the waters, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm quite sure that they are, but I kind of have the gift of gab. So yeah. I kind of, I kind of <laughs> know how to, um, finesse a few things, a few ways. And, you know, I won't say that when my boss texts me, my heart don't be beating fast, <laughs> but <laughs> so far, um, we don't really talk about sex that much unless you you talk about it in a classy way right. you know but I know I have babies listening to me yeah so I am always careful yeah of what I say and I try to be careful of what I play as well so you get to choose what you play 
Something like that. Okay. <laughs> Something like that. Like if you call and request a song, then you know I'll see what I can do for you. Mm-hmm. But believe it or not, these kids be requesting some, some wild stuff, and you would be surprised. I believe you. I believe you. You you will be surprised. And with this new song out, WAP, I just cringe. <laughs> I cringe because as an adult, mm-hmm. it is catchy. Yeah. But yeah. as a kid, oh no. <laughs> oh no. You know, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. And they don't know. Like I I think back to when I was a kid and some of the songs that we were singing that we didn't have any business singing, but we didn't know. Like, I mean, I didn't know. Like of course. Oh, that's what we were talking about. Yeah. That's what we were singing about. But yeah. But it's hard. When we were kids, it was like you had to go the extra mile to sneak, you know, but yeah. now tech technology is so It wasn't readily, readily available. You know? Yeah, we were sneaking you around know? listening to it for sure. Yeah. I remember BET Uncut. Like, yeah. I used to have to wait for my mom to go to bed. Now mm-hmm. you, they can just get on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, it's so scary. It makes me cringe. It is. Yeah. It does make me cringe. Yeah. Eek. Okay. <laughs> So what are some of the biggest challenges that you've come across um, since doing radio and how have you overcome them? Some of the biggest challenges um, that I still face, I'm just going to be transparent. With the radio world, you have to cut cut out the extra noise. Like when I go to the radio, I can't let family problems interfere. I can't let a bad day at my other job interfere, um, a fallout with a friend. Like you have to literally put a Band-Aid on and pull your pants up because the show must go on. And because so many people are used to listening to your voice, they can tell when something is off, you know? And I make it my job to make them smile or to make them laugh. So I don't want them to hear a difference, you know? Right, for sure. So now I'm still trying to, like, be able to immediately cut off the extra noise as soon as I clock in. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, too. I think that um, family and friends sometimes don't realize how what they could be saying is impacting you. You know what I mean? Like impacting your spirit, impacting your mood. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, it's also our responsibility. You know, we're allowing those things to impact us. But, you know, it's just always crazy how it could be just like one little thing that just sets us off. You know what I mean? Or just puts us in that mood where it's just like, I'm okay. I'd rather just not. (laughs) (laughs) So I can imagine how hard it would be to just have to move through that and push it yeah. to the side, you know, because yeah. like you said, the show must go on. The show so. must go on. And even like you will get to a point where you're like, you know what? I'm not even going to open that text message until I clock out <laughs> because <laughs> I don't have the time right now. I got to put my game face on. So that that comes with it. You're going to have to decline some calls respond to some dms at a later time because you need all positive vibes yeah yeah for sure so do you ever feel burnt out 
you you Most still work definitely. your nine to five, right? Yes, yeah. I do. Okay. I definitely feel burnt out, especially with COVID. Yeah. But I always, I always remind myself that girl, people, people are commuting to be in your position. You know, people are praying for this opportunity that you have. So I really try to count it all joy, even on a rough day. Like, you got it good right now. You know, right now somebody is an intern waiting for their position to be where you're at. So when I get burnt out, I try to I try to tell myself that. Or I believe in manifestation and the way the universe works. On my rough days, it's like somebody else could feel my energy and they'll one text message could like turn my frown upside down, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So you seem to be very confident. Are you confident? I am very confident. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> very much so. In a good way. Yeah, though. no, for sure. Way. Yeah, for sure. No. Um, do you ever have moments, um, you know, where you're just, not as confident or like you're just not believing in yourself or you're having that negative self-talk you know do you do you have moments like that I do actually um a lot of people tell me all the time especially when I find out how old I am like they're like oh my gosh you know you're doing all this at your age and it's phenomenal but I always tell myself like it's not enough go harder do more you know like yeah you're doing this and that's good but let's get you to great mm -hmm. and it's so crazy because even when I do get to great I'm gonna be like get to amazing you know like I am in a boxing ring with myself right. every day it's just angel versus angel yeah I mean that sounds great you know that's for me like I feel like I'm a lot of that but I also you know, I think sometimes it's a matter of me, like, convincing myself to get in the ring, you know? Um, do you ever feel like being in the ring is too much sometimes? I honestly feel like being in the ring, because, first of all, it took me a long time to even get in the ring, like you said. But it's about holding yourself accountable. Right. And it took me to change the group of people around me that's going to hold me accountable as well. Because you can have a friend and they be like, yes, yeah, sis, go ahead, you know. And then you could have another friend like, wait a minute, you were wrong. So let's evaluate. And I call it correcting through love. So because they love you, they're going to correct you and hold you accountable. Right. So that's what took me to get in the ring like if if these people can hold me accountable then I need to hold myself accountable I love that I love that <laughs> okay so what are you curious about learning right now and it can be anything what am I couponing because <laughs> couponing because I have way too many clothes way too many shoes way too much of everything and I need to cut some corners yeah. because <laughs> it took a pandemic for me to be like okay girl you got a problem <laughs> so 
So we should turn this problem into a good problem. So if you're going to be spending money, why don't you spend half of it in coupons? Yeah. <laughs> I, I sometimes think about it and then I'm just like, I'll just pay full price. I know that's okay. so horrible. I know it's so It's horrible. not. Because only, you need patience. The only places I will not do that, there are two places. One is Big B. I will search all day for that buy one, get one coupon. Okay. And y'all gonna give wait. me this free drink. Yeah. You better <laughs> wait while um, I search. And Target. I will scan all of my items in my cart on my Circle app just to make sure I'm getting my percentage off. But th- those are the only places. Of everywhere else, I'm just like, I don't know. Target is pushing it though because girl they are just a tad bit expensive so I feel you on the Target yeah and I I think Target is just so pretty and I just like being there um, but I've tried to like just grocery shop at Target but it's so mm-hmm. expensive um, mm-hmm. I, just, I just get snacks there now you're doing better than me, girl. I go to the makeup aisle, and that's my whole trip. I go through the whole store. Like, I can't go Look. to Target without going down every aisle. Mm-mm. That's me with Walmart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody ever wants to go to Walmart with me because it turns into a field trip. <laughs> and the fact that it's not 24 hours anymore makes me want to petition. Yeah. Yeah. Because it seems like now they should be able to be back at 24 hours. But the fact that they still have the gates, like we are at the state fair, yeah. it bothers me. Yeah. And I, I know Walmart use, misses me. I want to use that other door to come in. I don't like using yeah. that door all the way on the yeah. other side. Yeah. So me and Walmart, we're on a break right now because yeah. I just can't. <laughs> Do you order your groceries? No, unfortunately, because um, earlier I was telling you I do not eat meat. I'm a pescatarian. I have to physically look at stuff. Okay. You know, and I'm going through this where I have to watch what I put into my body because I do work seven days. Energy is top priority. And I'm not saying I'm the perfect eater because I'm far from it, but I'm literally trying to watch what I consume. I need to get a level. Girl, listen. The discipline, it, it is tough. I will tell you, it is very tough. My husband will probably tell you almost every day. It's not every day, but it's almost every day. I get in the car and I drive down MLK just to see how long the line at Popeye's is. Then I'm not mad at you. It's always to the street. So then I keep going and I drive all the way to Saginaw. <laughs> Just to see that their line is super long, too. And I keep going. But the fact that I drive all over town to get some Popeyes is ridiculous. And I need to get my life together. I wouldn't say that because I'm the same way with sneakers. (laughs) I would probably drive to Alaska if I had the time (laughs) for a pair of sneakers. And it's so bad that as soon as a shoe drops, I have like four people automatically looking for my size because they know. <laughs> they just know. Yeah. They know. Yeah. Okay, she about to come to us crying, so let us start early. That's good, though. Mm-mm. I wish Popeyes was like that with me. Like, <laughs> okay, we gonna have her spicy tenders and fries in here waiting for her with her lemonade. Listen. Because we yeah. know she coming, but no, they don't care okay. about me. Mm. 
well, they better care because you're a VIP customer. And I believe that once you spend so much money with the company, they should just get with the program. Tell them. Tell them. Get with the program. Like, you see me every day, so you know what I'm here for. You know what I'm here for. And then you go too late, and they be like, oh, we're out of tenders. We're out of white meat. We're out of fried. Like, you knew I was coming. Y'all knew I was coming. <laughs> Why y'all you knew everything? I was coming. I don't want dark meat. That's not Listen. what I came here for. I have to tell myself that, like, okay, Angel, don't be dramatic. Because I went to a shoe store and I called ahead of time because I have this this issue with waiting in long lines. It's, I don't care if I'm at the doctor's office. I see if you I post book, that the other day. If I book my appointment at nine in the morning, you're not about to call me back there at 10 because I'm gone. I'm not about to wait. Like... And I think it has to do with me working every single day. My time is already so limited, so don't play with me. Yeah. But I, I called, made sure they had my size and sneakers. And I'm like, I'll be there at this time. I get there, girl, and they looking sad. So I should have knew then. And I'm like, hey, you know, I ordered the size. I had the size three put on hold and they're like, we're sold out. And I was like, sold out of what? Socks? Because I called you ahead of time. <laughs> They're like, some guy came just right before you and bought everything. And I'm like, okay, but you let him when you knew I was coming? Like, right. I was so upset. Oh, how dare they? I had to tell myself, like, okay, things happen. You know, maybe they needed that size three more than you do. You do have kids' feet. They probably have children. Yeah. So just stay calm. <laughs> just stay calm. Don't knock everything over. Just stay calm. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. So who are some women that inspire you? My girl tribe. Oh. My girl tribe definitely inspires me. They are amazing. Needless to say, um, I'm a very private person. So the people that are in my life, I feel like we're designed for angel. They are my personal angels. I'm also part of a book club, and it's it's a lot of us. We're pretty deep. It's probably like 17,000 of us. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like we're huge. What book club so, is this? I need more It's Ashley, Ashley and Jaquavis book club. They're okay. urban authors. Amazing. But my girl tribe definitely inspires me. Um, Just like they feel my energy. Yeah, that's important. It's very important. And like I stated, they hold me accountable. And they always are on my helmet, which I need, okay? Because I need somebody that's going to be like, girl, you... Because I have this, this habit of starting something, starting something else, starting one more thing, and then a fourth task. And I will, I will finish those tasks but I will stress myself out for having four tasks when I could have just had one story of my life so one friend would be like okay why did you start these tasks the next friend will be like girl you knew four tasks was gonna stress you out but let's execute the plan and the other friend will overlook everything and make sure it's in order for me <laughs> so I won't be out here looking crazy 
So I definitely love my girl tribe. They inspire me. Yeah. They definitely do. That's amazing. I love that. I love to hear that. Um, okay. So you're from Flint, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I was born in Flint. And you live in Lansing now, right? Obviously. Yes, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry if I say ma'am, it's, it's a it's habit. Okay. It's okay. I'm getting old. It's okay. You're not old. You're just seasoned. I know, but... Oh, Continue to sprinkle that wisdom, girl. These kids are aging me. Anyways. <laughs> um. So, how would you like to see your community improve? And this can be whatever you identify community as. You mean, um, um, you mean Lansing? Whatever. It can be. I've had people answer referencing Lansing. I've had people reference, like, the black community. Just however you want to frame it. Um, so whatever capacity you want to reference community in. And what steps can people do to achieve that? Well, first and foremost, I believe that everybody should be spread in love. That's one one the first thing at the top of my list it will always be at the top of my list um the second thing is I want people to get comfortable with being uncomfortable especially because we have social media nowadays it's very easy to watch someone else achieve their goals and then you can kind of get stuck like okay what am I doing wrong and you will literally pick at yourself like you're a pimple when honestly you could send someone a DM or an email, introduce yourself, state what you're trying to do. Hey, do you have any tips or how did you get to where you're at? But then on the flip side of that, I believe that people should be more kind and courteous. It's enough success for everybody to get to. You know, so just because someone else is doing what you're doing does not mean necessarily that it's a competition. You know? Yeah. We have a left hand and a right hand for a reason. And if you can come together, I feel like we will be really dope. Yeah. I've seen, um, just speaking of, like, people doing the same thing um I seen I don't know what it was like a meme or a quote or something but it was basically like if you ever feel like you can't do something because someone else is already doing it like go to the bread aisle at the grocery store mm-hmm. like there's a whole aisle full of different kinds and brands of bread and none of them are going out of business like yes you know like there I think another thing that people don't realize is that like people attract different people you know what I mean mm -hmm. so it's not even necessarily about like what you're offering to the world but it's just like people are sometimes just buying into you of um, course so like you doing something that somebody else is doing doesn't it shouldn't stop you from doing it mm -hmm. basically but yeah I, I like the idea of you know, coming together as a community. Um, yeah. And I think that, you know, I've just, speaking of Lansing, I've been seeing a lot more of that. Yes, I love to see it. I really do love to see it. Again, you know, 
my army or my girl tribe, you know, shout out to Ash Army. They are everything. It's literally a group of women empowering women. Yeah. We are so honest with each other, but like I said, we correct each other through love. I'm not, not even saying I'm not, but we are not gonna have you out here looking crazy. Before I do anything, it has been under thorough review. (laughs) (laughs) And we are gonna help one another execute our plan. So I've been trying to figure out how I can get more people to see that. Yeah. You know, because again, it's a lot of dope people out here, but you have to get uncomfortable and get out there, ask questions. If you know me, I will ask anybody a thousand and one questions. I will go to the next person and ask them a thousand and one questions because I'm learning through their journey. I personally learned through other people's mistakes. Mm-hmm. I believe you have to fall on your own. However, it makes more sense if I see a person fall and get bruised for me to be like, Mm-mm, I don't need no Band-Aid. Right. right. For sure. And I also know that just because it's not my way doesn't mean it's the only way. Right. So let's put our heads together. And execute the plan. Yep. Yep. One thousand percent. Are you ready for some rapid fires? Oh, okay. Hit me hard, girl. Okay. Book you are currently reading. Money Devils. Mm-mm. Okay. I'm trying not to ask more questions when I ask when I do these because we'll okay. they become not <laughs> rapid fires. It's so hard for me. Okay. Three things you do for self care. Three things I do for self-care. Eyebrows, facials, pedicure. That sounds like an amazing Sunday afternoon. Um, Favorite meal at a Michigan restaurant? Favorite meal at a Michigan restaurant. Oh, girl, you picking my... It's, it's not my favorite meal anymore because I can't eat it, but Big John Steak and Onion. Oh. Mm. Yes. I, I could think, tear one of those up. I think they have a vegetarian sandwich there. I hope. You should because check it out. I think I will check do. it. I will look tomorrow, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I will look tomorrow. Um, but you also mentioned good trucking. Yes, I do love them. Yeah. They're super good. Yeah. Um, favorite song that you're listening to right now? Make it home, August Alcina. Because per Facebook, we know you love him. Period. Stepping every time. Can we just talk about this really quick? <laughs> Let's talk. Let's talk. Hit me. Okay. So I need to talk with someone about the Jada and August situation. And I feel like based off of your statuses, we are on the complete opposite sides of this topic. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I am. I am. Unfortunately the one with the opposite opinion on this whole situation <laughs> but come on girl hit me okay no you hit me you tell me what your your stance is on this first of all when she did her red table talk mm-hmm. let's back up because i, I have <laughs> loved jada 
so much, especially being a radio personality. I was like, I'm going to have a red table. Now, girl, I will burn that table, okay? <laughs> no. And look, I almost blocked family members over this. Oh, my gosh. Whole <laughs> fiasco. Because I am such a diehard August fan. But one of my tribe, one of my girl tribe members had to tell me, you love him because your stories are similar. Okay. So you have you have to take yourself out of that and just like look at it from a different point of view. And I still feel how I feel, but I understood where she was coming from. But I feel like Jada is human and that man is fine. But as a mother, and I'm not even a mother, mm-hmm. but your son introduced you to him. That's one. Okay. Two, you said he was really sick and you and your husband invited him into your home. Yeah. You and your husband were separated. You wanted to heal August. And she even stated she has a fascination of healing people because of her own childhood trauma. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're at the age where we are all aware of therapy. So she should have went to therapy and like talked about her childhood trauma Mm -hmm. instead of trying to heal this young man. When Will and Jada are a brand, they have been a brand my whole life, you know? And when it comes down to it, nothing is going to get in between that brand. So I felt like what she did was very selfish But it takes two to tango. And I know August was tangoing, okay? (laughs) It definitely takes two to tango. But I felt like that was a selfish move because she was not thinking about his career and how it could backfire. So when he spoke about it, and he only spoke because he got asked the question, you know? Mm -hmm. He said he was put in a tough position because he now has three nieces he has to care for. And people weren't working with him because they thought he was cheating with with Jada and that Will and Jada were together because she never went public like, hey, me and Will Smith are separated. Right. Because if if it was Will and another woman, I felt like it would be completely flipped. It was just a mess, and I hated to see it. Yeah, I think... I think all of those are valid, you know, points. And I agree with all of them, you know. But I think for me, the part that I didn't like was in just from society. Um, I guess just the attacks on Jada. Like, I just felt like, can we all just acknowledge that this is just like an effed up situation in general? And that like everybody in like everyone involved made bad decisions correct and that's I just wish what I was, it was you know what i mean i wish like, i was on your page because i didn't see nobody attacking her everybody was attacking august oh i didn't see anybody attacking august i saw everybody attacking august and i, I was just like, like august you know should be attacked but i don't feel like jada should i don't feel like either should be attacked i really feel like none of it is any of our business but exactly <laughs> that's exactly how i feel um i think that you know and i think another thing i didn't like was like people were you know taking the little 
screenshots of the red table talk like look at how sad will looks i'm like well don't care about what you're talking about will don't even care about this situation anymore hello but it's fine that you guys are like playing this like this even though i think my biggest thing was like if this was will if will had did this to jada like this wouldn't have been as big of a conversation i believe like i believe it was such a big conversation because people aren't used to seeing women have affairs like most definitely especially with younger men like it's just not as common especially in hollywood that we know of like it's not something that we see on a regular basis of course um and so i just felt like people were just like and because i am such a fan when i watched the interview he did i was really disappointed because i saw a cry for help yeah i saw healing and he literally talked about the situation for less than two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But um, people are really messy. Mm-hmm. And if it's good news, they really don't want to hear it. Right. But if it's a flaw in your character, they're all over it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that people forget that it's okay to agree to disagree. You know? Like, yeah. you can debate and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. But sure. we are we are stuck in this dramatic circle and i definitely blame the shade room as well that's where i get my news girl i was just about to say i was just about to say i blame them but i can't blame them too much because i they definitely give me some radio topics i ain't even so but on days i'd be like you know what y'all making me mad i'm I'm gonna have to come back in the morning yeah Yeah. but the whole situation was just a mess and i was just like oh my gosh like they're really attacking my fave (laughs) And another thing that I really didn't like um, is, you know, how like Jaden will made the joke at the end of the red table talk about oh, like, oh no, girl, bad Put marriage me in for tears. Life. Let me wait. Let me tell you, I thought it was funny. Like I laughed, <laughs> and I'm married. Like I'm married. I thought it was hilarious, and I felt like, I mean, my husband and I are not in the public spotlight at all, but it's something I feel like we would jokingly say, like, just to be funny, you know, like, and to, like, make this awkward situation maybe not be a little, like, not be as awkward. Okay. And so for people, like, we're attacking them for this. Like, why are they, like, making light of this and laughing about having a bad marriage? And it's like, I don't think that that's what they were doing. Hello, yeah. But, okay. I play all day, so it's never not a funny moment around me. Like, laughter is the best medicine. So when I said I was in tears, that's what I meant. Because I was literally cracking up. Like, we ride together, we die together. Bad marriage for life. Exactly. Did they they just say that? I think they did say that. I thought it was hilarious. And I feel like, you know, they're, like, marriages are not perfect at all. Even Will and Jada's, as we can all see now. And it's like... My husband and I's marriage is not perfect. And we laugh about the stupid stuff we've done 10 years mm-hmm. ago, too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, we laugh about the stupid stuff we did a month ago. Like, yeah, that I think is important to be able to do. Like, because if you're still holding on to that, like, how can you really move forward? Yeah. And like mm-hmm. I said, because they are a brand, yeah. they're like, okay, this going to have to work. <laughs> and those vows, when you take vows, those kind of hold weight. Yeah. So, unfortunately, people get hurt. But this is when they said I do. They they met. I really do. Forever. 
Even from separate parts of the house, like she did. Yeah. Oh, mm-mm. <laughs> she lost me with that. <laughs> no, you're going to have to sleep right here in this bed next to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So since this podcast is called Power of Her, is there anything you'd like to say to empower our listeners? I want to tell you guys and girls to follow your dreams. Follow your dreams, even if they are in your dreams. When you close your eyes, you wake up, you manifest, manifest, manifest. And just remember that starting small is okay because at least you are starting. Yeah. It may not make sense right now, but it will definitely all to, it will definitely come together. I choked. (laughs) (laughs) It will definitely come together. Um, Spread love, spread light, and smile. You know, that darkness does not last forever. And it's okay to talk to someone about it. It's okay to get help to execute your plan. Yep. I second all of that. Um, So how can people connect with you or find you? You can definitely find me in the mall. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You can follow my Instagram at I am Angel Brooke. Add me on Facebook. Don't be scared to ask me questions. Um, I am all for helping you in any way, shape, or form. If there's any type of advice I can give you, please let me know. Do not be scared at all, you know. I know I'm the size of a chihuahua, but I don't bite. <laughs> so you can definitely connect with me, and it's an honor to help. I love helping. I love that. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me. This has been fun. No problem. The conversation just flowed. I love it. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> I no tried. problem. 